Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. And man, today we're going to be talking about some good things, man. We're going to be talking about games. And you know what? We have reading, we have grammar, we have vocabulary. This is going to be a very, very interesting, and I mean an interesting unit that we're going to be covering. Um, now, of course, the reading, just to let you guys know, the reading went crazy big. Like, it was the, it, it's been the highest in the last 20 episodes. A ridiculous amount of people listened to that reading that I did just recently. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to absolutely make sure that I implement all readings into my lessons now because I think you guys, uh, you guys don't only like, what the hell is that? This place is filthy. Anyway, <laughs> I'm at one of my places of work. I'm not even going to say what it is, but God damn, y'all need to do something about these critters around here. Critters made <laughs> insects from hell. Oh my gosh. Um, invasive species. Anyway, so here we go. Let's get back to this. Man, get your ass off the wall. Okay. Anyways, all right, I'm back. I just had to drop kick one. All right. So yeah, I know you guys are like, wow, where are you? It sounds like you're in the depths of hell, probably. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to be getting into some things. We're going to get these discussion points going first. I'm going to get you guys a little bit wild up. I'm going to see how many uh, Instagram TVs I can create. I'm going to start creating nice little graphics for my Instagram TVs also. So if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, again, the link is in the description if you want to check that bad boy out. Uh, because, again, I, do, I put a lot of really, really good things out on my Instagram. So make sure that you go over there. But nonetheless, uh, let me give you guys some percentages before we even begin. So gamers by gender, 43% female, 57% by male. That's all right. That's pretty good. 66% of parents say that gaming has a positive effect on their children's development. I love the fact that they actually know about this. Now, it's interesting or they, you know, give a positive opinion about this. Other people would be against this. Uh, I brought... Oh my God. Uh, Nikki Brutton, I brought her onto my personal development podcast and we talked about how technology and gaming and stuff like that has had a very negative impact. Uh, and it has brought, you know, within her family, she realized that, you know, reducing the amount of exposure to technology has, you know, uh, it, it has created bonds and has created more, you know, more, it's developed their family and now they're very close-ish and they have a stronger bond. So I thought that was very interesting. Now, does this work for everyone? I'm not exactly sure, but with Nikki, it has. So it's really awesome to see that it has a very, very positive effect on uh, human beings and whatnot. Uh, and at the same time, we really have to really, we, we have to figure out what it is and what is it that, you know, where are these anger problems coming from and this and that? Because we can't just blame technology and gaming, especially in general. Now, reducing the amount of time to blue screens i think that is important so you're gonna see a lot of these gamers yes 16 year olds making millions of dollars however i mean at what cost 12 hours in front of a tv some of them go up to 24 48 72 hours in front of a tv that is shocking so what you guys really need to understand is again when it comes to gaming Fantastic. I think esports is amazing, but we really have to look at it from, you know, two, two eyes of the spectrum. Okay. 42% of American households own a games console. Now, yes, I was one of those individuals that had a game console. Uh, what was it? I used to play games from 
Diablo 2 was one of the big ones back in 2000 to about 2002. Played it again before uh, <clears throat> going off to college in 2006. Um, but when I had come back from Arizona, uh, I just didn't really like playing games anymore. I bought a PSP because I thought that would entertain me during spring break in 2007 with my UNLB running Rebels went to the Sweet 16, baby. And yeah, we lost. Uh, to hell with Oregon, by the way. But yeah, um, we lost. And you know what? I had this PSP. My mom bought it for me because she got her income tax. And honestly, I just didn't play it. When I came back, I bought NFL Street. It was a little bit more entertaining for the next month. But after that, it was over. It was over. Like, games after that, <clears throat> yes, I used to play, like, what is it, that uh, FIFA Street? I think that was one of the games in 2008. Um, I started playing, I think, Final Fantasy again. Final Fantasy VIII, which is already, like, super old at that time. Now it's, like, ancient. And that was the end. I played a little bit of Rainbow Six in 2009, and that was the end of games as we know it. However, handheld games and games on the phone, they are different. So 75% of teenagers prefer online gaming to playing alone. This is really good because then they have the ability to speak with other people from around the world. I think that's important for communication because you don't get the opportunity to speak to someone in Busan, Korea, or in you know Lahore, Pakistan every now and then. You know, so this is very important. It widens it and opens up communication. And the people who are against that, they are the ones who are, you know, they're back in that Vietnam War type of mentality. And what happened when we didn't have technology or communication? The world was at war. It was burning. So, again, I do believe that this is extremely important. If we look at gaming, yes, it can improve decision-making by 38%. How about that stat? So in saying all of that, let's look at this. Do you think video games have a positive impact on children in your country? Do I believe? I'm going to give you one example. I have a boy by the name of Pang Pang, P-A-N-G, P-A-N-G. First time I met him, he didn't speak that much English. First job, Chantaburi, Thailand, in the southeast of Thailand. When I met him, man, he was the best. He was the best in class. He could speak a little bit. Over the course of about three months, I realized that his English-speaking capabilities skyrocketed beyond anything I could ever imagine. I could have ever imagined. I remember there was one time this girl was screaming her head off in the cafeteria. She's like, ah! I swear, I've never heard that pitch before in my life. She was way beyond opera. I was like, dude, when you get older, you got yourself a job. But nonetheless, my, one of my, my punk punk just stared at her. And it was so funny. This kid's like six years old. And he's staring at this girl just going complete batshit. Uh, and so he turned around and he said in perfect English, teacher, this girl is really freaking me out right now. I erupted into laughter. It was the funniest thing ever. I'm like, oh my God, he speaks better English than probably 90% of the Thai population. I ended up telling his mother and I'm like, how, is, what's going on? Cause your son is speaking English now. It's ridiculous. And she's like, well, he plays this game called Minecraft. And so I'm looking at this game and it's just a bunch of boxes. And I'm like, what the hell? But he speaks to people on there. And I'm like, oh my God, that's an ultimate impact. Okay, yeah, he picks up a couple of the F-bombs, the B-bombs, the S-bombs, the Duke-bombs, the Dom-doms, the all those kinds of things. And yes, there's going to be a time that he might get smacked in the mouth by someone. Uh, hopefully not, you know, but he might use it at a very inappropriate time. Boom, smack right in the mouth. He's going to pay for the smack 
because of what he said. He's going to learn the hard way, but it's a very necessary way to learn. However, take out all those bad words, and he speaks the language now. So does it have a positive impact? Absolutely. But can it have a negative impact? Absolutely. So I would love to hear some of your opinions, uh, of course. Going into number two, do you think video games are socially isolating? Well, if you're, if you're doing online gaming and you have a microphone, you're speaking to someone, absolutely not. Hell, you could become a better speaker. Who knows? Okay, you might drop some S-bombs or whatever kind of bombs in your language. That's cool. That's all. I mean, it ain't cool, but it's a little jacked up. But you know what I'm saying? That's not good. But at the same time, if you're playing it alone, it's isolating. If you're playing it online, it's not isolating. So what effects do video games have on academic performance and health? Well, honestly, when I played Diablo 2, some of those vocabulary terms showed up on some of my tests in the next five years. So honestly, it taught me something. When it comes to academics, I don't really care about academics, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I think academics are a thing of the past. I think we need to develop specific skill sets in order. And of course, that is your passion. And center all of that around your life and what you want to achieve. If you're a speaker, become a speaker. You don't need academics to become a speaker. It's all trial and error, right? So me, I'm the person where I was, I was just coming here to work today. And I remember that specific marketing guy, you know, but back then at my previous job, and he was saying, um, uh, when I told him about creating a conversation course and the lady at my job told him about creating a conversation course, he laughed. He's like, this is an academic place. This is an academic institution. I'm like, dude, you are so out of touch with reality. It's insulting. Academic? Are you serious? Guys, this is finished in about a half decade. Universities are absolutely exposed at this point. We realize that we no longer have to fork over millions upon millions of dollars of debt only to repay that over the next 50 years. University is essentially a scam. I hate to say it. Maybe in your country it's different. Yes, medicals. Yes, we need the nurses, the doctors. Yes, that's all dandy. That's all fine. Please, we need you guys. But if we look at business, getting a degree in business administration, that's a complete waste of time. If you look at getting a degree in marketing, that's a complete waste of time. You guys got to think bigger. You got to think much bigger. So this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. I'm trying to urge you guys to look at it from a, 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 a different perspective. When he said that, and I ended up creating that conversation course, I only created it for a minimum amount of about 200 US dollars. And it has amassed probably a half million US dollars over the next four years. Uh, they're not talking about academics anymore, are they? However, there was this 80-year-old man who had become, you know, part of this, you know, this ridiculous, you know, he became the head teacher and he wanted to exonerate, he wanted to exile, get rid of, get rid of this conversation course. Why? Because he personally romanticized and continues to romanticize with something that has been. Guys, the world doesn't revolve around the 40s, 50s, 60s, the Korean Wars, the Vietnam Wars, the warm time periods. This BAs are nothing anymore. It's a piece of paper. Masters will soon follow suit. And then when the doctorates, you know, when they say, oh, you have a doctorate, okay, what else? You see what I mean? 
I'm giving you the insight now that skill sets are way more important than any kind of piece of paper out there. But when you get someone who doesn't and is not forward thinking and they're more backward thinking and they come into the into your house, they say, well, I want to do things this way now. I don't think the conversation course is doing this. and I don't really like it or this or that. It's a broken philosophy. If you romanticize, if he continues to, to, to go in that direction of the business and take that business in that same direction, it's over. Why? Because he's not thinking beyond. He's thinking about what was. You need to not even think about what is. You need to think about what is soon to be. This is what success is. Guys, when it comes to games, he's the same person who probably says, oh, games are so bad. Oh, uh, you, you know, those type of supplements, they're so bad. Oh, this is so bad. Oh, that's so bad. See, guys, that right there is going to be the, the – the, the, that's what's going to stop everyone from achieving business success, personal success, and other types of successes. All right. So when saying that, guys, welcome to this new unit. We're going to be getting into a lot of things. We're going to be diving into a lot of things. So you guys better just stay tuned for a lot. And boy, I came in with a big bam. We got some more critical thinking that we're going to be talking about, some more discussion questions, some reading, you name it. I'm going to be putting everything out there. Make sure you're tuning in to my Patreon for the additional work. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.